Mic check. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to do it, right? Yep. Alright, well, welcome to the GNC Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Gwynn. And I'm Joe Cooper. Well, this will be episode number two, so we'll see if this goes a little bit more smooth than last time, or who knows, it might be even worse. I mean, him hard around is what we do best. Right? <laughs> well, uh, on this week, um, I think I would like to dive in a little bit on uh, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, and then just discuss on how our week went. Sounds good to me. All right. Um... I know, uh, I told you last week how that verse, you know, I put it with uh, everything in my life. And uh, that really showed me a lot this week, too. Just the different things I was doing, you know, and it seemed like everything I listened to, everything I heard on TV was talking about who was the three, four, five most influential people around you at all times. Nice. And it just kept, you know, it was like a two by four hitting me over the head every time, every time. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's everything. Iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another, you know. I can learn so much from somebody who's more advanced in one area than I am, yet they can learn something from me and I not even realize it because I'm more advanced in one area. Exactly. You know, you can do that in work. I can do that in lifting. I can do that, you know through uh, scripture and everything mm-hmm. with uh, fellowship and you know I just it just stood out so much to me this week it's important not to let yourself get down about what you don't know mm-hmm. exactly because I think that's a, a big not just a Christian thing but overall thing people get uh, down on themselves and don't want to speak out or don't want to do something because they're afraid of how people will perceive them if they're wrong. And nobody likes to be wrong, but we can't let that hold us back. And learning something new just by doing, mm-hmm. I mean, that speaks you know, volumes. Like you said, somebody might be learning something that you didn't even realize they were picking up on because you don't, you, not necessarily because you're selling yourself short, but you don't realize that the way you are, the way you act, the way you speak, that has a huge influence. Yeah. And again, just, we got to get over that fear. I mean, that's our big, that's for anything. Mm -hmm. Everybody's too afraid to speak out. They're going to offend somebody or they're going to say the wrong thing or their facts are wrong or, you know, as a Christian, we might get the wrong verse or the wrong chapter or the wrong book or, you know, something's going to, we're afraid to be wrong and we just got to get past that. And that's something I see when we do praises at church. Everybody know I feel like nobody wants to say anything because they're afraid of what, you know, hey, you should be happy that you got out of bed this morning oh, yeah, and put your yeah. shoes on. Well, yeah. I mean, I know you know it with kids. You yeah, know, Every little thing can be a praise when <laughs> dealing with kids. Absolutely. You know, um, I got to noticing uh, myself this week that uh, when I was trying to pay more attention so I'd have something to talk to you with or, you know, send you a message like, hey, this is what's happening here. I was being a lot more thankful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, work went smooth. Well, I was thankful for that, you know. Uh, the... Rose went to bed early. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking for that. Because how often does that happen? Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, you know, afraid to make a mis- mistake. I had a football coach that uh, he made it real clear to us. 
He didn't care if we got the play wrong. <laughs> Go in 100% the wrong way if you have to, but do it 100% and hit somebody. <laughs> and that was all he asked. That's right. you know? If you're going to screw up, screw up going 100%. And really, there's that's all he could ask for someone to do. I had an old boss who said, if you're not making mistakes, you're not doing anything. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that can hold true to anything. Yes. If, I mean, work, school, you know, being a kid, being a parent, if you're not, because, I mean, nobody is going to parent the exact same way. And how, you, I mean, you and I even, mm-hmm. our, our views, are, I can imagine, are mostly the same, but how we go about those, we may be in a total, total different areas. Of course, I have older children, so that's something else to consider, yeah. but at the same time, you know, you are the parent of your child for a reason. Mm-hmm. You were meant to be that child's parent. Sorry, <laughs> you don't like it. That's just how it is, you know. Uh, and I'm sure throughout the course of this, I'll make, and they are jokes. So please, if anybody hears this and gets offended or they're like, man, he doesn't love his middle kid or, you know. But Becca is my, she's my struggle. Mm-hmm. But I love her to death. Yeah. And there's a reason that God is let her be my struggle mm-hmm. because I'm supposed to learn something from her. And obviously she's going to learn from me. Puts us both on the spot. Uh, getting back to being more aware, like you said, you know, we've only been doing this for a week, you know, talking back and forth, but I already, I, I said it this morning in Sunday school, being able to talk to you about how my day was or being looking for God. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, we weren't him haunting around, you know, did you get your stories watched today or something yeah, like exactly. that? Uh-huh. But uh, we were able to just get to the point. You know, I think one of the first messages was, do you see God today? Or yeah. how do you see God today? Mm-hmm. You know, looking for him, he's a lot easier to find. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a, a lot yeah. easier to find. It's those days where you're asking for him, but you're not really looking. Yeah. That's what makes it hard. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we saw each other, you know, on the 4th of July, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you asked me when I was sitting there getting ready to watch the fireworks, you know, we got kids running everywhere, and you said, well, did you see God today? I sat back, and I thought, no, I didn't look for him, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We got up, I did a little bit of work on the farm, we got the kids ready, we went to the mother-in-law's, you know, everything, we had 4th of July. Right. I was busy, and I, you know, I didn't even have a quiet time that day, Yeah. and I really struggled on that this week. But I honestly felt a little bit closer because I was doing a lot more looking and being thankful. But I also struggled in my prayers too. You right. know, we talked about that today yeah. and everything. And it's like, yes, I struggled on that. But in one area, I was a little bit better this week. So I guess next week, I got to start all over exactly. again. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the best thing. One went up, one went down, the other one went down, one went up. So it's all a balancing act. And Wednesday, I told you, I said my cop out was, you know, we see God that we're still in a, live in a free country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily a cop out, but mm-hmm. we should be, obviously we're able to do this. We're able to celebrate and everything like that. But it, you're right. I didn't, yeah. and Satan hides behind busyness. That's yeah. for dang sure. Mm-hmm. You know, he found, he was like, oh man, in my opinion, he saw where we were headed, mm-hmm. you know, already two days in or talking to each other and being more thankful in our prayers and being you know, reaching out and trying to find God, you know, in our everyday life instead of just the big things, you know, 
being thankful for the food that we have or being thankful for the time we got to spend with our kids or our wives, you know, those things. Then he was like, oh man, we got I gotta throw something at him to throw him off track. And sure enough, you know, you do get busy. You can blame on the holiday all you want to, but he was there, you know, he saw something was gonna happen and he's like, you know what, we can't, we can't have that. Well, there's 24 <laughs> hours in a day, every single day, you exactly. know. Exactly. What's five minutes versus 24 hours? It's exactly. a matter of if it's worth it in your life or not, Right. you know? And I let busyness and not having a routine down, you know, mm-hmm. right to get in the way of it. And who knows, it might have cost me a little bit that day of not being able to see the beauty in something God was trying to show me. True. Just because I was too busy and I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so this week I'm going to try to, you know, my quiet times hit or miss on whether it's in the morning or night, <laughs> just depending. Um, sometimes kids don't let us get up early. Right. And then other times I can usually do it at night because everyone will go to bed before I do. Right. Especially when we get birds because yeah. then I have to go check them at 10, 10, 30. Well, yeah. everyone else goes to bed. Yep. I have time there. And so nighttime's a little bit better for me, but when we're out of birds, my schedule's all mixed up. And I am the worst creature of habit in the world. If it's not in one of two spots, I don't know where it is, and it drives me nuts. Yep. You know, but if I can get in a routine of it, something, I'm great. Yeah. As soon as one little thing's thrown off, <laughs> I go off the deep end. You know. So uh, hopefully we get we get birds back. So maybe I can get back into a routine of you know my right. nighttime reading and uh, quiet time. Along with, uh, you know, better prayer time. Right. But still be able to continue to look for God and be as thankful as I was this past week with doing this. Um, but even just knowing that one of us is going to text each other, hey, <laughs> exactly. did you see God today? Or what you thinking about this week? You know, how you feeling about that kind of thing? You know, that holds you accountable too. Oh, absolutely. And so I was really thankful for that this past week. And then even though we didn't really have a whole lot on the 4th, but like you said, you know, being in America, that's, you know, right. about as good as it gets Absolutely. kind of thing. Um, we was also spending time. The kids were spending time. We had other you know, yeah. church members there, you know, and we got to do a little bit of that because that really doesn't happen for us a whole lot. Right. You know, right. just life's busy. It's summertime. Everyone's going their different directions. And, you know, we got two little kids that we don't want to drag around. <laughs> but um, so... Uh, what what are you thinking uh, for uh, next week? I'm gonna, I'm kind of you know we started this year as like well we're just gonna wing it mm-hmm. and I'm I'm put under pressure more where I perform better under pressure so uh, I procrastinate I'm huge terrible procrastinator so you can tell me what you want to work okay. on and I'll be like. All right, Sunday morning before church. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm kind of like you. I, kinda, I like my routines and everything. Once I get into a habit, it has to be a habit. And I'm not as bad as if it gets thrown off and, you know, yeah, I'll be upset about it. But, I mean, I have four kids who don't let me keep a schedule. Yeah. So, unless it's a lunch schedule. <laughs> they can't, well, they won't let you forget about lunch, will they? Or meal, yeah. The first thing in the morning, we got to have breakfast and then lunch. And then it's like, we got to eat every five minutes, yeah. even though it may be nothing. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, no, I'm, I, I was in the same idea with you coming into this week. And we hadn't even talked about really what we're going to talk about this week. So, I mean, I think whatever you want to do, we'll figure it out. Sounds like a plan. Um, as of uh, 
right now. I'm kind of on the page of let's just talk throughout the week yeah. and see where it goes. I really like the idea of seeing what God shows us throughout the week right. and kind of elaborate, elaborating on that. Right. Um, because I'm honestly not as comfortable as what I feel like I should be as in breaking down verses oh, yeah. or something right. like that. You know, Yeah, I know some and this right. and that. I have a real bad uh, problem about knowing them. Yeah. But not remembering the chapter or yeah. the verse. Well, like last week, this yeah. is this is one of my all-time favorite verses yeah. that I used, you know, on it. I couldn't remember it. was Proverbs <laughs> right. 27, 17. Yeah. Well, you remember it now because I'm sure you beat it into your head all week. <laughs> and that, that's, that's one thing. You, you'll do that too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when, uh, when I was driving... Uh, back from babysitter I just <clears throat> dropped the girls off and uh, I was listening to a podcast by Dr. Tony Evans Yeah. Uh, and he mentioned Jesus feeding the 5,000 with yeah. just the fish and the bread and then sending the disciples in the boat across the lake Yeah. you know and uh, I didn't think anything about it. I heard that story, you know, 100,000 times. Right. You know? Yeah, he sent him across the lake and then he walked out there. Yeah. But he described it in such a way that it really, you know, turned the light bulb on for me about how they went out there and he described it um, as being like, I think he said a seven mile lake or something. You know, a, a good enough size lake right. uh, to get all the way across. Right. And they got about halfway and couldn't go no further. The wind had switched against them and the wind was uh, blowing harder than they could row. Right. And they were stuck. And he said, you know, it was dark. And so they had been at it for a long time. Yeah. And then they started to panic and gave up hope. And, but none of them wanted to turn around and go back because they would disappoint Jesus, right. you know? And then they saw him walking across the water and thought it was a ghost. <laughs> and then when they realized it was him and, you know, Peter ran out to him until he lost sight of him. Yep. And uh, he grabbed him, and then once he grabbed a hold of him, you know, he was back up with him. And he got on the boat, and he asked him, you know, why'd you lose faith? You know, I told you what to go do. Mm-hmm. I gave you the way to go, mm-hmm. and it got a little hard. And you said, eh, I can't do it. I need to go back and see if this is what he wants to do. <laughs> why would he misspeak? Yeah. And it's that really hit me because, you know, we're dealing with the gym and stuff like that right now, and we're growing. Which, right. you know, that's all glory to God right there because Absolutely. I had no idea. <laughs> I opened this gym, you know, in a town I don't even live in, right. not knowing what to expect. You know, right. hoping six months down the road we'd have enough members to pay the bills. Well, we had that from day one, you know, and now we're looking at trying to get a bigger facility. Right. Well, uh, the timing and everything's wrong at the moment, but that's probably God's timing. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. and this and that because our lease is up for this month this year and so if we go ahead and pay it well we got another year's lease you know and we was looking at another building that the lease is you know a lot bigger it's a lot bigger building almost five times as big so the payment's going to be about five times plus (laughs) everything else you know and we're not too awful far from as many members as potentially we need to pay the bills but it's a three-year lease versus a one-year lease and this and that and it's just all wrong and I was kind of worrying about it a little bit just because I don't want to lose the members we have right. because of the space issue, right. you right. know. And that hit me. It's like, 
well, God gave us this opportunity to do it. <clears throat> Has flourished everything so far. Right. You know, I couldn't be more happy than with how it's turned out to this point. Why am I wanting to turn back and go to him and be like, God, is, is, is this what you want to do? And he said, go up in the gym, you know, yeah. we'll go do it. Yeah. If, if it comes up and we need a bigger building, he'll provide it. Exactly. The timing will be right. It'll probably be uh, better, you know, for us at the time. It might be a better price-wise, but I mean, even Paul mentioned that today, mm-hmm. you know, with his truck story mm-hmm. about as soon as he stopped and prayed to God about it, well, he found the exact truck he wanted for a cheaper price with less miles, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. so uh, that kind of, you know, uh, played into what I had heard last Monday, Yeah, you know, and it just, like he's hitting the nail on the head, you know, <laughs> and trying to wake me up. It's like, listen, man, you know, this is what I'm doing for you. Just sit back and trust me, mm-hmm. and let's go. That's right. And so I, I mentioned that to Casey and everything. She said, "Well, I'm, you know, if that's." She said, "Yeah, sounds good. I'm relieved about it. You know, this that. It's like weight was lifted off my shoulders, and you know, we'll just give it the next year and see what happens from there. There you go. You know, right. and if it does get something to the point, God will provide it. Absolutely. You know, and that's been a a lot of relief for me this week." And that was probably the big thing I saw um, because I think I had told you, actually, I think that happened Tuesday right. because Monday, I think I had told you that's when we had first found the, the new location yeah, yeah. that was that. And then we got to actually sitting down and thinking about it, crunching numbers. Right. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, we took a big leap of faith and it paid off, but do we want to do it again kind of right. thing? And then he hit me with that. Yeah. And so the very next day I had my answer, you know, just wait. Yeah. You know, that's, that's that's all you can do sometimes, right. you know. and, and We don't uh, like to hear it. No, no. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the thing I try to tell everybody who's struggling in this and that is uh, God's timing isn't always convenient, but it is perfect. Yep. You know, and so if he wants us to get bigger, we will get bigger. And if he wants to stay right here, well, then he'll provide the enough members that we need to stay at that point. Absolutely. And so I'm... I'm perfectly content with that now. And like I said, it was just like a big weight lifted off my shoulders. And you know, same instance with us last year, selling our house and it was a huge leap of faith for us because my house that I had was paid for. It was, I had no mortgage, I had nothing. I had, you know, a house in five acres and a good country well and, and, you know, in a town that I grew up in, knew everybody, didn't have any plans to go anywhere yeah. and you know the more Tempest got into her job and got to doing more down there and finding out that maybe that's where God is leading her to be and leading her down that path it was like well we can't we can't stay here yeah. I mean can't our, spend our whole life driving no and we can't you get into a, a, your comfort zone or you get into a rut and you just you just want to stay there, and it's not always a good thing. <laughs> so you know, I, I had mentioned to her several times whenever she first started, you know, "Hey, we're gonna want to sell the house and move." And well, I don't want to move to Arkansas. Well, if that's what it is. That's what mm-hmm. it is. And there's always no, no, no. Well, the last time I finally said, "We have to do something different." Our family is big enough. The house is too old. There's not enough room. It's not worth pouring money into to build it, to make it better. 
it's just either you know we got to do something you know if this is where you see God taking you then he will Mm -hmm. he'll he'll provide and it was a you know faith thing and so we bought it for sale by owner sign stuck it out in the front yard and within two weeks we had people coming by and looking at it and wanting it and and it was like okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right. so then we sold it and had no place exactly and then you got stuck (laughs) (laughs) and then it was like oh maybe you know you really do start to question it a fate that leap of faith you don't have a backup plan it's you know people came to the house and says there's really faith if you have a backup plan though? exactly that's the good exactly I mean if you have a backup plan then you gotta really question whether or not mm-hmm. it's faith and it was it was nuts <laughs> you know it was mm-hmm. they came to the house and gave us the money and I was like we need you out in 30 days and uh, <laughs> okay. Can okay. I get your kidney back? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we got out, but it was, and, you know, we ended up spending time with my sister, and that was good. Mm-hmm. You know, she got to have her nieces and nephew around, and I got, to, you know, I got to be around my niece and got to be around my sister a little more. And I think they all grew together better. But that not knowing, I mean, oh, yeah. Like, the disciples in the lake, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know. Yeah. All of a sudden, you, you go through all of it, and then you're like, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now I don't have a house. I don't yeah. have, you know, I got to figure something out. Yeah. You know, because, what is it, was there seven of us? No. Eight or nine, of nine, of, <laughs> nine of us. Yeah, nine of us in one house in a three bedroom house with you know two bath luckily two bathrooms so that was good but <laughs> it was you gotta do something fast oh, yeah. or we felt like mm-hmm. we had to move fast and we didn't because God didn't let us and whenever it was time to find the house that we have there was a peace and a comfort and a knowing that okay this is home yep. this is where this is what he had in store for us because we did see houses that we liked in Arkansas that we this is a good house mm-hmm. or it's big enough or the school system is good let's move here and those were all good things that we thought and that's what we thought he wanted but we always got to know no no this isn't it mm-hmm. and then it was like let's just back off and he'll he'll show us whenever we're ready lots of prayer can't do it without prayer let me tell you that much and finally where we got to it was just a continuous amount of is this it? Is this it? And then I always, you know, my biggest prayer was, if this is what you want, please make it as easy for us as possible so that I know it's you. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a struggle or something, then I'll know that this isn't what we need to be doing. Yeah. And, yeah, we saw the house, liked it, told the guy we wanted it, and, I mean, we were in mm-hmm. no time. So I felt like... And, continuous prayer it wasn't like okay I prayed it I'm good no it was every day you know hey I'm not doubting you I'm doubting myself yeah. <laughs> but you know please you know keep it up yeah. so that I know that this is what you want and that's all you can do yeah. I mean keep looking at him like you mm-hmm. said when Peter looked down and was like oh what am I doing yeah. I'm on the water <laughs> Almost, <laughs> how did this happen yeah. you know he took his eyes off of God mm-hmm. off Jesus 
and then all of a sudden he's you know knit you know chin deep yeah and crying out mm-hmm. and help me and uh, we do that yeah. still today mm-hmm. we are on the right thing we are doing exactly it then we get a little too comfortable with what we're doing and a little more step you know bigger step away bigger step away getting over our head yeah. then we're like please come back you know best thing is always always there yeah so. uh, as another thing you know paul touched on today about why don't we see miracles yeah like <laughs> like they talk about like, yes. well we do to a point but we either don't have the faith to ask him mm-hmm. to help us you know to either perform them right in his name or give him the glory after he's healed someone you know in the hospital that you've been praying for mm-hmm. well you're like oh well, the doctor's this doctor. someone had to help the doctors yeah. and how many times do you hear stories about the doctors going like there's nothing there's no way you should do it no no you're yeah. everything's new again you yeah know? well why don't we hear more about that now right and i think that has a lot to do with the media and everything that we deal with now exactly it downplays everything you know exactly. because Heaven forbid, you know, that God be God. Yeah. You know, that's so <laughs> not the norm anymore. It's still being part know. of America like it was yes. hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just, it really, it really makes me feel like, you know, we're shortchanging ourselves. Yeah. You know, uh, and definitely, uh, we talked about a little bit after the podcast last week about that, uh, Bible AD that we had mm-hmm. watched and we saw all what the disciples were going through after Jesus was crucified. Right. You know, it's like, well, we got it easy. And they were on fire for him and trying to do it, you know, when they were risking their lives yeah. and everything. And we're too scared to talk to the person down the street who's right. your best friend. Yeah. You know, because, oh, they might think of, think of us a little bit different, you right. know, kind of thing. And uh, it's, it's just, it's really, you know, hitting me where it's like, you, you need to do something right you yeah. know our jobs here as actual Christians are to be disciples for Christ exactly and I never really realized that until we started coming here yeah you know, I had my uh, I had been saved and I was good to go but you know who knows about John Doe down there right. yeah, you know, exactly I'm, What's he to me? You know, exactly. Kind of when that's what, you know, that should be the goal is to go out and reach people. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a uh, Bible study plan this week. It was a short five-day business one. And it really uh, focused on you as the business owner or the person running the meetings or mm-hmm. things like that to be a thermostat in the room and not allow what the temperature of the room is to play, you know. Right. Even if someone walks in, you know, and it's a one-on-one meeting or something, and they have a bad attitude, well, you're at the thor- thermostat. You can crank that back up and make it positive, mm-hmm. you know. Just, you know, pray beforehand. Invite, you know, the Lord into your place of business mm-hmm. and let them see Him through you in your actions and your words. And, and Because why do we have any reason to have a bad day? Right. You know, I can let all kinds of stuff just fly me off the handle. Mm-hmm. Yet, why should I? You know, there's there's no reason yeah. for it. And I know that's the devil pushing my buttons because he knows what it will fire me up and get me going. 
but I'm really starting to see now what I need to do and how to try to, you know, slow that down a little right. bit and then just think I have nothing to be. Right. You know, all it does is take your joy and your happiness away. Exactly. It's not hurting anybody mm-hmm. else. It's hurting you. Yeah. And you don't have any reason to be up, to have a bad day or to be upset. Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that ultimately that's what it boils down to is getting over how proud you know how proud you are of yourself mm-hmm. or something like that, and just let it go. Just you gotta let things kind of roll off your shoulders sometimes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not saying you can't get angry. I mean, well, you gotta be angry sometimes, <laughs> but you can't let it ruin your day. I mean, how many times does when you get mad over something, it was five minutes and you let it ruin the rest of your exactly. day? Exactly. You know. And, and you miss out on so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then, if it happens at the beginning of the day, you, <laughs> your oh, whole day's Your whole day's ruined, and then you ruin everyone else's day that you run into exactly. because they can tell it from you. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, you know, work on that some in the next coming months because I know that's going to be a work in progress. <laughs> that's not an overnight. No. Thing, right? no. <laughs> That'll be over several nights, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of... As a dad, especially, oh, yeah. you can't. I mean, so many times I've just been like, "Man, I need to watch my temper," mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not abusive or anything like yeah. that. But I'm just like, you get because sometimes it just feels like they ride the right question on the wrong nerve. Oh yeah, and as a dad, it's it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean. And I'm not being sexist or whatever. But I think women, in general, handle children better. They have that mother nature. Yeah. And dads, I don't know if we're wired like that, but I mean, we have the we have the same care, mm-hmm. the same love for our children. But I mean, sometimes it's just. Uh, <laughs> and at times, they really tend to like mama better. Oh, absolutely. You know? And so they don't want nothing to do with you, and they just you know they'll just ride that line where they. Just everything they do and act because you can ask them one thing or go to get them one thing and they don't want nothing to do with it. As soon as mom does it or something, they'll take it and they're just as happy. Happy, and, love, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I know exactly what you mean. I did uh, read a read a post today. I, I want to say they said it was uh, from Mark Ruffalo. I said if you're uh, if you're you're not around your kids enough. If you're not screaming at him, <laughs> made me feel a little bit better about myself. <laughs> well, then I'm clearly maybe too much, <laughs> right? No, but, I mean, being taking that time and really being the keyword patient. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to hear, no, because it just gets you in trouble. <laughs> but I mean, in each child that you have, if you have four, or two, or one. Or fifty. Yeah. I mean, every one of them is different. Oh yeah. And they know that, and they know what works on mom. They know mm-hmm. what works on dad. You just have to be a unit mm-hmm. and not let them. Yeah. You know, not let them pry you guys in between because it was you two first. Yes. Right? You and your mm-hmm. spouse and God. It was you first. Yeah. So that's what's important. Not that your kids aren't important, but. You know what I mean? You know what I'm, yes. what I'm getting at. They drive a nail between the two of you. That just yeah. spells trouble. And I think with us being in business with this gym together, we're, we're 50-50 on everything. Um, I, 
I was listening to something. I want to say it was my business podcast I listened to. And he was talking about your business partner. Yeah. Being, uh, you know, being on the same page and being a team, you know. Right. And, yeah, some of you have more strengths in one area than the others. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty much doing all the business part of the gym just because she's busy with the kids and, you right, know, she right. has her own career and this and that. Um, but I always come to her on, you know, decisions about buying stuff or anything like that. Or, right. You know, the stuff she wants to know or the stuff I feel like, you know, she needs to know kind of thing. And we was arguing a little bit back and forth there that one day. And I, then I heard the talking about, you know, you're a team. Mm-hmm. And I went home and I talked to her about, you know, we need to treat this as we're the team. It's us against everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's us against them. It's us against, you know. And that has made everything so much easier oh, just yeah. to talk to about, yeah. you know. And it wasn't like it was hard to begin with. No. There was just some bickering back and forth because, you know, well... I come from uh, knowing a lot of the different stuff, and then she comes from just knowing what I've told her right. and different things. And I'm not the best at, when I'm talking, at breaking it down for someone who doesn't know. Yeah. And so I'll just start talking, and then it's like, well, Holy kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's level 11 instead of level 3 like it should have been. Right. But, you know, I'm level 30, and I thought I'd dumbed it down enough, but it wasn't, mm, right, you know. Right. And so that, breaking it down like that has really helped us. And now, you know, it's just a breeze to talk about what we need to talk about and this and that. And so, I mean, that's that's done real well for us. And then just turning that over into with your kids, too, yeah. you know, will, will help. And so far, we haven't got to that point, you know, too off of that. I mean, Remy's three and a half. Right. She not there you know yeah. to be able to play us yet yeah she'll come over there and say something and be like well what did mom say <laughs> I know what mom said she was in the other room you know kind of thing and uh, but uh, so we're not there to that point yet but I know that's gonna you know help members oh yeah absolutely right there too face them together and mm-hmm. yeah to have a strong front for sure yeah, yeah. but well you wanna bring this one in for a landing well, I did take a pilot's class once. Did you? <laughs> well, then. Yeah, it didn't end well. So. <laughs> Hopefully, this doesn't crash and burn. So. <laughs> well, I hope not. Well, we're probably getting close on time. Okay. So, we'll just call it good for this week. And next week, we'll look forward to uh, just seeing what God has done in our life, where we come from there, and maybe getting a little bit more of a outline to the show but if not I kind of like it we'll just keep going how we're going we have a conversation that's half the battle right exactly exactly (laughs) alright until next week yep sounds good